0: their friends will see that they are a part of this group they'll join and ideally over time you're able to just post rental listing there and then your tenants and the friends of the tenants will either see that and rent it themselves or share that on their own page to attract more tenants to the property real
1: quick before the episode i want to give you a gift of 25 percent off and that gift actually is from transunion smart move go to tenantscreening.com create a free account enter the code fairless at checkout for 25 percent off your next screening for a limited time, listeners of this podcast are invited to try Smartmove Tenant Screening for 25% off. Here's how Smartmove can help you find your next great tenant. Make a more informed decision with Smartmove's proprietary credit score built specifically for tenant screening, which predicts evictions 15% better than a typical credit score. Reduce non payment risk with Smartmove's Income Insights Report, which enables you to analyze the applicant's income within minutes and determine if additional income verification is needed get critical information quickly with a full credit report criminal background and eviction history report with over 5 million screenings completed smart move can help you make a better leasing decision for your rental property if you own a rental property smart move can help you identify the right renter from the start so you can avoid the problems of non-payment or evictions don't put yourself at risk go to tenantscreening.com create a free account enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening With TransUnion Smart Move, you'll get great reports, great convenience, great tenants. There needed to be a resource on apartment syndication that not only talked about each aspect of the syndication process, but how to actually do each of the things and go into it in detail. And we thought, hey, why not make it free too? That's why we launched Syndication School and Theo Hicks will go through a particular aspect of apartment syndication on today's episode and get into the details of how to do that particular thing. Enjoy this episode. And for more on apartment syndication and how to do things, go to apartment syndication.com or to learn more about the apartment syndication school, go to syndicationschool.com so you can listen to all the previous episodes.
0: Hi, best of listeners. Welcome back. To another episode of the Syndication School series, a free resource focused on the how to's of apartment syndication. As always, I'm your host, Theo Hicks. Each week, we air two podcast episodes, now also video episodes, that are part of a larger podcast series or video series that focus on a specific aspect of the apartment syndication investment strategy. And for the majority of these series, we offer a document spreadsheet. PowerPoint presentation template, some sort of resource free you to download for, for free. All these free documents and all of these free Syndication School series can be found at syndicationschool.com. This episode is a continuation of a series entitled How to Asset Manage a Newly Acquired Apartment Syndication Deal. This is part four, so if you haven't done so already, make sure you check out parts one through three of this series. In parts one through three, we went over the top 10 Asset management duties. So these are the 10 things that you, as the asset manager, are responsible for doing once you've taken over an apartment deal and up until you sell that deal. So this is most likely going to be the longest time range of the deal, which is from the contract to the selling. So that could be five years, 10 years, or even longer than that. So as a refresher, I'm just gonna go over these quickly, but if you want more details on each of these duties, again, make sure you check out parts one through three. In parts one, we went over duties one through five, which were to one, implement the business plan, two, do weekly performance reviews with your property management company, three, send out investor distributions, four, manage the renovations at the property, and five, maintain economic occupancy. And we also gave away a free document with that part, which is the weekly performance review tracker. So... This is a a template that has all of the KPIs, the key performance indicators, that you wanna track at your property. So you'll send this to your property management company, they'll fill it out, and then on that call, you'll review the results each week. Then in part two, we focus exclusively on duty number six, which is the investor communications. And then yesterday, or the episode before this one, which is part three, we went over duties seven through 10, which were seven planned trips to the property. Eight, frequently analyze the competition. Nine, frequently analyze the market. And ten, expect the unexpected. Now, before moving on to other aspects of the most likely the longest time frame of your business plan, which is from closing to closing, for example, next week we're going to talk about how to manage a property management company and how to approach firing a property management company. I wanted to go more into more detail on how to actually maintain that economic occupancy rate so that's duty number five so again i've mentioned this in all of these parts so far at the end of the day it is your responsibility the property is your responsibility everything at the property whether it's going wrong or right is solely reliant on you yes your property management company is going to be heavily involved in a lot of these duties by the end of the day it's your responsibility to one select the right property management company and to manage them properly. So we're gonna talk about how to select them, or we're gonna talk about how to manage them next week, and then we're also gonna talk about when it might be time to part ways and fire them. But let's say for some reason you find yourself with either a bad product management company in general and you maybe are trying to figure out whether we to fire them or not. And we'll talk about this again next week, but you don't want to just fire them instantaneously. You kinda of want to wait a set amount of time just to see if they turn things around and then fire them. So during that period of time, you don't want your property to go down the crapper. So you might need to become more involved in the marketing process. Or on a more ideal side, these might be the things that your property management company might not have thought about. Or maybe they're implementing maybe half the things on this list and you're experiencing a down couple of months or a down quarter. So you can go to your property management company and say, hey, here are some things I think we can do in order to increase the occupancy at our property. So on one end of the spectrum, it could be you've got a really bad management company. You've kind of, in your mind, put them on notice and said, hey, I'm going to give them six months and I'm going to fire them if things don't turn around. But during those six months, I don't want to just do nothing and let them continue to run the property on the ground. That's one end of the spectrum. Other end of the spectrum, is really solid property management company, but maybe you're just experiencing a few down months, two years into the business plan for something that's outside of their control, and you want to present them with some ideas on how to actually increase that occupancy level at your property. So whatever situation you're in, here are 19 proven ways to market rental listings in order to attract high quality tenants, with high quality being tenants who pay on time and stay at your property and take care of the property as if it was their own. So again, some of these are pretty straightforward. Some of them might take a little bit more effort. Some of them are free. Some of them cost money. There's essentially anything that we could think of that we've seen people implement in order to market their rental listings. So number one is to set up a landing page online and direct people to it. So this should be something as simple as having a specific page on the properties website, because you're more than likely if you're dealing with these larger properties, you're gonna have your overall company website, but then you're also gonna have websites specifically for that property that'll have prospective tenants, current tenants, maybe even a portal from the login. So you wanna have a landing page that prospective tenants can go there and type in the information and you'll get that lead. And obviously you'll want to take that landing page and market it on social media, do all the best SEO practices, maybe buy an ad in some real estate investor's newsletter. But overall, the idea is set up a landing page online and then making sure that people can find that landing page and when they find that landing page, they can submit information so you can qualify them to see if they're qualified for moving into your building. Number two is to essentially do a direct mailing campaign to a property that is similar to yours. So let's say you've got your 100 unit building in Tampa, then you can find other buildings that are between 50 and 500 units, and then send direct mailing campaigns to those residents trying to tempt them to move into your property. Now obviously this strategy is going to anger local owners if they find out that you're trying to steal their residence. So if you do decide to do this, don't expect to be popular it also, once people catch on to this strategy, they might also do it to your residents as well. This is not something that we do, this is not something that Joe does, but it is a tactic that is out there that could possibly help you get new residents. Number three is to contact the HR department at all of the surrounding employers in the area and let them know about your wonderful apartments. So someone in the HR department at the company responsible for relocating, employees so let's say obviously cincinnati is an example you've got procter and gamble you've got ge you've got kroger you've got these really large companies that obviously are also serviced by other large companies so if someone from la is moving to cincinnati to work for kroger then sure they're working for a smaller company they might just have to find their own place to live or to rent on their own but they're working for one of these larger companies they likely have some resource available to them at the company that helps them out with this process. So it it might be someone who's responsible for just finding them a place to live for renting their 6 month rotation or whatever. So your goal would be to find this person at that company and let them know about your apartment and see if you can be added to their list of preferred landlords, or whatever that particular list is called. And it's pretty easy to find the contact information of these people. I mean, one, you, you can just call the general phone number of the company and ask to be directed to HR, or you could go to somewhere like LinkedIn and find out who was actually in HR at that company. Number four, this is that's pretty simple, is to create a tenant referral program. So you can post letters to your doors or send them emails saying that, hey, if you refer a tenant to us and they end up moving in, then once they send the lease, we will give you $300. 300 bucks. 300 bucks is pretty standard. Unless the lease is like 500 bucks, then you might want to reduce that to like $100. For five, is set up an open house and invite members of the local community to attend. This works best if you're unveiling something new. So let's say you just renovated the clubhouse. You host some sort of open house at the clubhouse and invite people who live at your property to invite their friends and family to come to this open house and serve beverages and food. Or you can have an open house for a model unit and have all the signs out front saying, hey, you got this new model unit, come check it out. Now, obviously, you want to market it online as well. But overall, just set up some sort of open house at your property, whether it's a model unit, whether it's an unveiling of a new clubhouse, maybe it's an unveiling of a new rebrand, so you just got a new monument sign, and then invite people that live in the local community to attend. Number six is to offer a special discount on rent for military, police, and first responders. So you can say something along the lines of, if you were in the military or are in the military, if you were are a police officer, if you were or are a first responder, you'll get 50% off your first month's rent. Number seven is to design four lease banners and put them up at the entryway to your property. So you see this a lot when you drive by an apartment and you can't even tell it's an apartment. You don't know what the apartment name is. You don't know if there's any units available for rent. You have no idea. Whereas other ones, you'll see the red, white, and blue strings with little flags attached to it. They'll have big arrows pointing at their property. They'll have big signs and big red letters that say one and two better units available. Maybe they'll talk about some sort of special that they're doing. So we know which property you thinking and then you get more foot traffic. The one that's visible or the one that has all these bales and whistles that are pointing people to that property. Number eight is to create a corporate outreach program. So if your apartments would make a good corporate housing for let's say executives or workers that are new to the area, then you will want to reach out to the corporations and see if you can get on their preferred landlord list. So this is a little bit different than HR because This is more of like a one-off basis, but if there's not necessarily actual Kroger or GE or PNG, but an actual company that focuses on reaching out to corporations and placing high executives or workers that are moving to the area into places to rent, you want to build a relationship with that company so that instead of having to talk to individual resources officers, you can just talk to this one company and they're kind of like your nexus for all the major companies in the area. Number nine is to design and place flyers at local establishments, where you know there's a lot of foot traffic. So make one-page flyers that talk about your property and how it's available for rent, and then drop those off at laundromats, hair salons, nail salons, restaurants, anywhere that has those little tables that allow people to drop off business cards. Number 10 is to purchase ads and place them in local newspapers. Again, this is kind of demographic specific. If you're obviously trying to attract millennials, then newspapers might not be the best way to go, but instead you can place add somewhere else, but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. Number 11 is to post a listing to Craigslist, Zillow, Realtor.com, Apartments.com, Rentals.com, and all of those other online rental listing services. So, in addition to everything else, make sure that you're posting your listings to all these free resources online. You can just create one listing, the same description for all the listings, same pictures, and just copy and paste that to all these different online portals. 12 is a partner with a real estate agent, or if you have your license, then I guess you're that agent and the purpose is to post your deal on the MLS. So it is possible to have an agent sell or help you buy a property, but it's also possible to have them help you rent a property. And I think they maybe take like half the first month's rent, but they're a section on the MLS, or actually for rentals, and that's one way to advertise your units. Thirteen is to create a Facebook advertisement. So again, I guess it's going to be demographic specific, but... Facebook advertising allows you to hyper target a user based off of very specific criteria. So you can say, you know, age, location, job, income, interests, and you can figure out, okay, so what are those criteria for my ideal tenant? Create a Facebook ad with pictures of your property, maybe some sort of highlights or recent development at the property and then mention as far rent, make that ad. And hopefully it gets in front of as many of your preferred tenants as possible. Fourteen is to create a Facebook page for your rental business. So this is more of a longer term strategy, and this could be for your rental business or for the actual property, but ideally both. So create a Facebook page for your actual business, and then create a Facebook page for each of your individual properties. And then brainstorm ways to post content there on a weekly basis. So if you're hosting weekly resident appreciation parties, take a bunch of pictures and post those online. Once your new management signs installed, take a picture, post it on Facebook. Once you paint painted the property, once you've installed the dog park, once you've completed the modeling unit, once the playground has come in. Essentially, anything that happens, take pictures, post it on Facebook, and over time, you'll generate a following from tenants who already live at the property, and then their friends will see that they are a part of this group. They'll join, and ideally, over time, you're able to just post rental listing there, and then your tenants and the friends of the tenants will either see that and rent it themselves or share that on their own page to attract more tenants to the property. Fifteen is to pay close attention to what is nearby and cater to that audience. So again, this is kind of vague, but your marketing strategies are going to be different for colleges nearby, right? Because then you might want to put flyers on those little bulletin boards throughout campus. There's military base, there might be a specific person that you can talk to, large corporations, same things. But the type of advertisement is going to be different for someone who's in college versus someone who's at a military base. Because someone who's in college is going to want something a little bit different out of their living experience than someone who's in the military, or someone who's a VP at a company. 16 is pretty simple and obvious, but still pretty important, which is to provide good old-fashioned customer service. So for the people that already live there, be responsive and timely with any requests that they have or any questions that they have. You don't necessarily have to be a marketing wizard and get hundreds of responses from your marketing pieces in order to get someone to live there. even if you do and they do move in there and you're not picking up your phone when they call, and again, this is you, your team, someone on your team is not picking up the phone, someone's not responding to the emails, then they're not gonna stay and they're not going to recommend your property if they move in there. Or if they have all these questions before moving in and you're not answering, then they're obviously not gonna move in in the first place. So just providing good old-fashioned customer service is also a great way to increase your occupancy. Number 17, this is an interesting one. So call all the residents, who have already told you that they plan on moving out at the end of their lease and figure out why they're leaving. So let's say Billy Bob Joe reaches out and says, Hey, I'm moving out at the end of my lease, which is 60 days or whatever. And you reach back out and figure out exactly why they want to leave. What's the issue with the unit? And see what you can do to convince them to stay. So maybe it's something like they want to move to a different unit because they want to either upgrade or downgrade. Maybe there's something in the unit that they don't like that they want upgraded, like there's white appliances, they want stainless steel appliances, or like an accident wall or something. And then something else you can do too is explain to them the costs associated with moving. So obviously give them something, but also say, hey, if you move out, you do know that you're going to pay a new security deposit. You're most likely going to hire a moving company to move all of your stuff from here to there. There's going to be cleaning costs for actually cleaning this unit. You might have to buy new furniture if you're upgrading or downgrading units, so it's gonna be pretty expensive to move. So this overall conversation, make sure this happens 60 to 90 days before the end of the lease, because this most likely isn't gonna work if they're moving out next week. (laughs) So give them some time, and again, figure out why they're leaving, and then see if there's something you can do to attract them and keep them at the actual property. Number 18 is to send marketing packages and gift boxes to preferred employers surrounding your property. So preferred employers would be companies who employ your ideal tenant demographic. And you'd be surprised at how effective these gift baskets can be. And essentially you just wanna create a gift basket with wine in it or cookies or or chips or whatever. And then either give that to the person at this place, the HR person or the the, the corporate outreach person, and thank them for helping you get residents at the property. It's a gift basket approach. The marketing package approach would be kind of something similar where you've got a box full of flyers and attached to the flyers or like a sucker or something. Something that people will pick up, take the sucker, read about your property, and potentially move in there. But the gift basket approach is great because that person is more likely to send a resident your way than someone who didn't give them some gift basket, some goodie. And then number 19 is to reach out to old leads that you receive. So obviously you've got leads coming in, qualified or unqualified, and then a percentage of those leads move in, a percentage of those leads kinda just die out, you never hear from them again. So every 90 days, reach back out to those leads that died out to see if you can attract some of those people to move into your property. So those are the 19 proven ways to maintain and increase economic occupancy at your apartment community. Again, it's not an exhaustive list, there's plenty of creative ways to market your rental listings. We'll probably go into a few more of those throughout the series. This is going to be a long series. There's a lot to go over because again, this is going to be the longest time frame of the business plan. Five to 10 plus years. So that's the end of this episode. As I mentioned, in parts five and six, we're going to talk about in part five, how to manage a property management company and then six, how to approach firing a property management company. I'm determining if it's time to part ways and if so, how to actually do it. Until next time, I recommend listening to parts one two, and three for those 10 different asset management duties. I recommend listening to the previous syndication school series that we've done. I think this is series 20, so we get 19 other syndication school series to listen to, as well as around 19 free documents to download for each of those syndication school series. All that is at syndicationschool.com. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next week.
1: If you own a rental property, TransUnion Smart Move can help you identify the right renter from the start so you can avoid the problems of non-payment or evictions. Don't put yourself at risk. Go to tenantscreening.com, create a free account, enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening. With TransUnion Smart Move, you'll get great reports, great convenience, great tenants. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or a cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com and if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com and there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out.